Take it away, Benny. Well, well, well. If it isn't you, welcome to episode 155 of I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiotas. 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 That's how they say it back home, (laughs) where I'm from. Yo yo soy el judío de Princeton University. Um, uh, mi nombre es uh, Benjamin Judío Cholak. That's nice. Benjamin Jew Cholak. In quotes. In quotes, yeah. yeah. And uh, across from me is my favorite pupil and idiot. Yes. <laughs> Say your goddamn name. <laughs> my name's Patrick. Um, what a. Yeah. How, how do you say Irish person? Irlandes. Irlandes? Irlandes, yeah. Irlandes. In Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Or Irlandesa, if it's a, an Irish woman. Whoa. Yeah. Say that again? Irlandesa. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Hey, babe, will you be my Irlandesa? <laughs> Irlandesa. Is that how you ask out girls, Ben? You walk up and you go, hey, <laughs> girl. Irish girl. You walk up to hit on Irish Ben only hits and on she's Irish like, girls. Oh, I'd love to go out with you. It's so not <laughs> sensual. I don't understand how. Oh, I can't believe a Spanish boy asked me out. He's also a Jew. I, guess, I mean. <laughs> You gotta get rid. You gotta get rid of it. What the, the Irish accent? accent? If you're a lady, it's just I don't know. So it silly. could be charming. It's very charming, but it's not sexual. You know what I mean? Uh, it couldn't be just sexual. I to tee to tie, pound me ass there, lad. I to tee. Exactly. Yeah, it's just the fucking. It's just an Irish washerwoman. There's no way you're a good lay. Well, and like you're gonna sound silly. I mean, the Jewish side doesn't sound that great either. that's the the noise they all make all of them that's the sound that's the sound of the bed rocking yeah that's why it's everyone's least favorite song ever because every time they heard it they knew their parents were having sex (laughs) horrible an awful premise my dad loved having sex to have a nagila one of the worst premises we've ever came up with on the show Absolutely, ter- absolutely, ter- absolutely, a new terrible. low, a new low for for the show. I don't think so. I've been listening to old episodes. We've gone, we've gone worse. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you a, a philosophical question. Oh yeah, go about for it. Morbius. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, the movie with uh, Jared Leto. The thing about that fucker, uh-huh. I didn't even think about it until someone brought it up recently. That he's a pedophile. Or he's been accused of being a pedophile. I mean, who hasn't? But <laughs> well, yeah. he, so he. <laughs> He basically, uh, like, that guy has been, like, that guy was in Fight Club. Yeah. He's been in movies for, like, he's been around 35 for a while. years, and he's been in so many big ones, too. 35 years. Like, movies that were really big at the time. I guess Fight Club was, what, 98? That is yeah, a long time. Yeah, like, and he's not necessarily. That's, like, that's a, a, around 25 years. Yeah, yeah, he's not always the star of it or whatever, but, like, he's he's in, a, like, a lot of these random-ass movies, dude. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. That fucker works. <laughs> But he works weirder, you know. He does, yeah. So he's in this this Morbius the this, this Morbius yeah, right. movie. So the Morbius movie, yeah. the Morbius movie from Marvel, uh huh, made millions, <laughs> mostly on Mondays. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's weird you brought that up because I I was just Morbius. I just saw this, this fucking stupid meme, the Simpsons meme about that scene where they they're like. Uh, <laughs> um, profit projections sent to Pasadena promptly, like priority mail, and they're like, they just like it's just pa 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 like you were just doing. Oh, alliteration, sure. yeah. pal. Yeah, alliteration. Yeah, why not? Why not alliterate, <laughs> fellas? Yeah, ladies. Here's the deals. Ladies come to me all the time, Ben, and they go, <laughs> they're like, "How can I satisfy my man better in bed?" <laughs> and after I finish laughing because it's really easy, uh, I I go alliteration. 
fellas go crazy, crazy in the sack for alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we love it. You know, we 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 just we can't get enough. Yeah, <laughs> can't get enough alliteration. Patrol that pussy, pal. <laughs> Every time a girl says that, I'm like, oh, look, I love it. Anyway, <laughs> patrol that pussy, pal. Comma, pal. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's anyway. from the Canadian tradition. <laughs> so, so Morbius comes out. It's this movie. We it's we, we we talked about it on our Patreon. We have a Patreon. We've tricked a few yeah. people. And so it's like so. His deal is that he's like a science vampire. He's he's a no, pretty cool idea. You said this before. Yeah, he's yeah, a scientific he's a cool idea. vampire, not a supernatural vampire. Yeah. So it's so it's actually interesting. And and he is actually <laughs> he's the source of Blade's superpowers originally. Okay. A lot of people don't know that he bit Blade. And then um, don't turn this into a whole. I won't. No, I won't. He bit Blade, and for some reason, it gave him superpowers. What's the philosophical point? This is the bad one. Remember? Yeah. (laughs) The point is that, and this, I'm going to tie this into philosophy because (laughs) I because I just started laughing when I read about this. Because okay, look, so Morbius comes out, but I haven't seen it. I'll I'll definitely when it's available on TV, I'll I'll watch it or we'll download it. Okay. It just looks so terrible, and I love shit like that. And so, because you know why, Ben, I'm so fucking eclectic. I like. Movies that it's are funny bad. you mentioned eclectic because we're gonna get into that and we won't. So <laughs> we <there's... will. laughs> the, the, the title's already out. They'll know. No, they don't. <laughs> just, just go. So okay. So, so it's this. So it's a, by all accounts a horrible movie. And That's what I've heard. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything specific about what's bad about. I've it. I've never seen it. I saw the previews for it. I think I asked you about it. And yeah, episode. we talked about yeah. it. Yeah. So it's this horrible vampire movie with a dumb name. Okay. And. People on Twitter and and just make these like bizarre memes about Morbius, and uh-huh. one of the things that have that has come out is it's Morbin time. Like 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 that's like a recurring. Yeah, <laughs> and so like people like are a, like a reference to fucking Power Rangers. Yeah, for, yeah. for whatever reason, there's a lot. There's like, like a huge like online like community of like uh, like ironic morbius fans uh-huh. and so they make all these memes and and some of them are <laughs> hilarious like like they're really funny a lot of them actually but like it's just so what happened is sony s- sees this okay and the movie <laughs> flops okay so they're like oh fuck there's like a renewed interest in in morbius I've now about this okay, and so yeah. they put it back into theaters where it promptly flopped Again, Again. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and this. I looked at that, and I and I went, what, what, <laughs> what is there to learn from this? Like, like, what, what is our take? What is our takeaway from this? What could it possibly be? I don't even know where to start. I just like started laughing. I was like, what, what is this? What does this mean? What does this? That's mean? your question. It's just that's the philosophical question you're asking. What does this mean? I mean, I know what it means literally, uh, obviously, but what, like, what's the deeper? What is? Yeah. What is the deeper meaning? It's of this? like because if, if you break this down and and really think about it, this is astonishing, Pat. Yeah. That you're bringing this up because Why? thematically, this is this aligns immediately with well, let's, the topic. Well, let's just go into that. It's the probably... topic is postmodernism. Oh, sure. And. <laughs> Just like me and Ben's <laughs> comedy. It's postmodern. Postmodern. This is postmodern. Welcome to postmodern. This is probably stand-up. peak postmodernism. Is the is this the, <laughs> I think so. Oh man, this is great. We've been called the so we're princes talk- of postmodernism. The princes of the, and I am we, the prince of postmodernism, and here's the popper of postmodernism. Yeah, dude. We, ben and Pat. We embrace it. We do not reject that. We have like so, no humility. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're we'll postmodern as fuck. Yeah. Dude. And we are conceited. Yeah. <laughs> so like we will absolutely so, so this is this so again let's recap from what you just said morbius the, so morbius sucks yeah all right it flopped in the box office right but it was somehow at least on the internet in the memescape resurrected ironically <laughs> ironically by all of these anonymous people on like let's say Reddit, yeah. Tumblr, Twitter, um, like all of these social media networks where no one really has the, like a real identity. It's a fake identity, right? Yeah. They're talking about this movie that was made. They they resurrected its reputation in a weird ironic way by calling by saying morbid time it's, it's morbid time it's morbid time it's that's morbid one of the time. things that's one of the people things. write reviews of it and, and they like, write about how it like changes their life and stuff <laughs> and it's like it's clearly <laughs> like, a bit yeah, it's a bit so it's all a bit it's all a bit yeah and so, and then sony right sees the, this and goes oh they're talking about this 
Let's. That must mean maybe we can make another buck off of this. Yeah, and they right? did not, and, and they didn't. It flopped again. Why wouldn't it? It flopped the first time. I don't understand. It's so like this, so. This deals with a lot of themes in postmodernism, like like hyper reality. It's late capitalism. Because here's because the, there's so much to take away from that philosophically. Because, the interstitiality of subjectivity. Because like, the thing about like ironic love <laughs> is that the older you get, the thing that you're ironically like are loving becomes genuine love. Yeah. So like, th- like. So is that nostalgia? Is that real or is it hyper real? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's it's like it's like when when you fucking fuck man. Like, like like what's something? I'm trying to think of a good example of something that I ironically liked that just turned into an actual thing that I think that you like. Yeah, I mean whatever. You can you can fill in the blank yourselves. Stop listening to the podcast. I don't know. Do I, your own. <laughs> do your own. Do your own podcast. Your hey, you know work. what? Do your own goddamn podcast. <laughs> if you don't like it. Well, that's another so aspect of postmodernism, which is like the fragmentation of entertainment. Yeah. Um, which invented. is like we found. So somehow we have an audience, <laughs> this bizarre audience. Thanks for listening, folks. Yeah. But who I like, wonder about you. Who like. Yeah, we want, I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Who like idiots talking about philosophy for free. Yeah. And then idiots talking about anything any any weird topic for five dollars for for five dollars a month so it's, join our patreon <laughs> please it's we're begging we're the you. most po- postmodern podcast i think the thing about the we reason that i we always because li- <laughs> i do legitimately just wonder who listens to this i don't i don't yeah i don't need to you don't need to tell me i'm just kind of curious um because it's more of a uh like it's just kind of surreal that people listen. I guess. Yeah. So most of it is that. It's just you know like, what's it's just kind so of strange. fucked up too. Is what's that like up, I, I could tell you who listens, mostly males <laughs> from the ages of like eighteen to thirty five. Oh, that's the oh, that's the money demo. Then <laughs> yeah. like no, high five. But that's the thing is it's because of analytics and you guys are Fuck sharing yeah. your data. Yeah, <laughs> share your data. Clap, 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 clap. Share your, your data. data. Um, What's your password? The thing is, is not like I'm not even trying. I was. <laughs> I'm not even trying to find out that it's just like fucking when I post like episodes on like yeah. uh, Anchor or like Spotify or Apple, they're like, here's a wide spectrum of like who's listening to your podcast, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, two people from Sweden. That's cool. Yeah, that that those are the <laughs> best like- ones. Where you're like, who like like who the fuck really? Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. On Lanolax, it'd be like that. It'd be like just somebody and like. Like I'd be like, we didn't Russia. ask for that. I like, I didn't ask for that information, but like, Apple just gave it to me. <laughs> it's kind of horrifying. It's horrifying. Ben, would you it's say horrifying? Would you say that that is pretty much the exact opposite of Morbin time? <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. It's the opposite of Morbin time. It's also the opposite of what we could call modernity. Okay. Okay. So, um, let's get into the actual philosophy part of this. So, right. what? Yeah, <laughs> Pat's thrilled. Um, so what do you think postmodernism is? Well, How would what, you define it? Well, post I know what postmodernism is. Postmodernism is like <laughs> all the shit that happened after World War II. Oh wow, that's actually a really good answer. <laughs> I studied English fuck. No, face. I know, I know. But here's what I don't like about this <laughs> no, podcast. But it's, no, there's when, more implications than when that. When Ben is shocked when I know something. I'm a very curious person. That's a reductive answer to what postmodernism is. No, it's but, not. But it is ac- You're begging also the accurate. No, I'm not begging the question. So postmodernism is yes, it's a <laughs> there's debate as to what exactly how you define postmodernism yeah. or postmodernity. Um largely it's it's uh <laughs> So funny because, like, yeah, the, the rough timeline is right after World War II. Yes, that's I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why that, that well, is. Well, like, why do you think modernity ended uh, at World War II? Because people were just like I'm fucking over this. I'm shit. Fucking sick of this. Like shit. this keeps <laughs> happening. This I feel like this happened. I have I have a vague memory of this happening like thirty a years ago. Bit, yeah, and we just don't learn from these lessons. And now, like everything is like so much more harder. It's so and much it's so it's like so much worse too. Yeah, and it's like so much more intense. The guns. Yeah, there's like tanks. The guns of World War Two, like versus <laughs> World War One. I, I mean, you know. Well, World War World War One was. It's so for, I like World War One is for losers. No, well, ugh, right. I mean, everyone lost in that war. Ben, would you say that? Would you agree with me? Would you agree 
What? I'm not saying I agree with this, but would you agree with World with War One was a proxy for that? World War if II. you died in World War One, you're a fool and a coward. Would you agree? No. Okay, no. I don't either. I'm just asking if you would. I I would say you're a scared, scared kid. Yeah, yeah, you're a scared shit <laughs> from like Ohio. Yeah, just or wanting like, or to like see some the world. Shit bags, like city in France, or you're from fucking you know Kent. Yeah, <laughs> or you're from the middle of Russia. I know Senator Sun. Right? Well, yeah. So, okay. Who's that fucker? Uh, goddamn. Bob is Dylan? No, it wasn't Bob <laughs> Dylan. I, was, I, I did my Bob Dylan voice, I realized. John Fogarty. <laughs> oh, okay. Where he's like, I ain't no passionate. Wah, wah. Yeah, it's in Vietnam every song. Vietnam song. It's the ever. Vietnam song. Yeah. That song should just be called the Vietnam song. In parentheses? Yeah. <laughs> what is that song even about? I, I've never really understood. I've never really It's an anti war song. It's it is about an anti, that. It's an anti war song, yeah. Because I thought maybe it was just a song that was around back then and everyone just liked it a lot. Because it's, it's it's ironic. For, fortunate son, meaning like all I the I know what this song weren't. means. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I, didn't, I, I thought you just said you didn't know what it means. You were, you were just like, well, oh, what? maybe. Okay, I misspoke. I do know what it means. Never mind. I take it back. God damn it. I absolutely know what it means. Sorry. I just I forgot that I knew something. That's kind of strange. What is that? Well, so what does that mean? So I don't know about that. That that's probably a health issue. Yeah, that might be some kind of brain related. That might be a dementia. Yeah. Onset dementia. Yes. But oh I forgot what fortunate son meant. Ben, I'm at in the cultural context. I'm at risks for dementia. Are you? Yeah, uh, not because of my family. I just uh, I hit myself in the head with a phone book every night before I go to bed. <laughs> it's just a thing I do twenty five times every time before I go. You know why? You ben? know they make Benadryl, it makes right? the sex incredible. <laughs> so like, yeah, maybe I'm gonna you know get get the big D, but so is she. That's what I say. <laughs> nice rhyme. Yeah. Okay. So what is postmodernism? Uh, is it a philosophy? Is it an object of philosophical it's a state of mind? Man. Is it a state of mind? The time um, period. Is it an art movement? Is it a historical period? I think you could classify it as all of those things. All of those things? I guess. It's all of the above and none of the above. Except for... Oh, I thought you were going to try to like, trick me. No. <laughs> like, I thought like one of those was like obviously not postmodern at all. So, the, the term, Cows! The term postmodernism is obviously in contrast to modernism. Modernism had, had a narrative, basically. Which is basically, it, basically starting from... Roughly the Renaissance, you can also claim maybe like the Enlightenment. Um, I mean, you could claim that, but <laughs> I would debate up, that. Shut up. <laughs> I, I'm saying like, but, but in everyone's heads, everyone had these like these ideas, these like conceptual frameworks that sort of defined that historical period, which was roughly like a, a centralized sense of the ego or, or subjectivity, like within yourself, right? Started by Descartes and continued by Kant, like the idea that you are yourself. Yes. Right. The idea that um, uh, there is some guiding principle that's taking us to uh, a point in time in the future that's going to be like the ultimate f time. Right. Uh, it's a, a, a millenarian, if you might say, uh, term where you're like you're we're, we're, we're headed towards a goal, some sort of perfection. Right. Perfection of the human race or uh, human society or, you know, uh, uh Jesus is going to come back and institute the kingdom of heaven, whatever it is. Fuck, yeah. There's some sort of narrative that leads to a goal, right? Um, that's I'm going to get the fast pass when I go to uh, the kingdom of uh, Christ <laughs> so I can skip to... Uh, or I can like, schedule... The fast pass? Is that the Texas one, or is it easy? No, pass? it's uh, what, what you get Disney World. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> they give you like a you can get like a like a like a special pass where like you can like schedule when you're gonna go on the rides. It makes it way easier and better. Like <laughs> like the Disney app is like fucking flawless, dude. It'll like tell you where everything is, it shows you where you are. <laughs> Were you just at Disney World? Uh, a few years ago, yeah. Okay. I went. We went what? to celebrate my dad's birthday. So I think it was it must have been twenty nineteen, yeah. So there's an app now. This is hold on. I the have Disney to ask app. about the Disney app. Yeah, the Disney app. app. Yeah, the Disneyland it's for, app. It's for the theme park. You go to the theme park and like if you want to pay extra, uh, you can you can wait in line if you want, or you can do this like like super pass or whatever it's called, fast pass or whatever. Where if I'm remembering correctly, they'll tell you like, <laughs> this hey, is nuts. I've they'll like come by this. in between like eight forty and like 
8.47 and like, we got you, boo. And then you show up and they got you, dude. And sometimes it'll be even like even earlier. Like, who fucking knows? And so like you can kind of schedule it. And and so and in between them, you can do other things. And like, like I said, you don't need them for every single ride. It's just for the big this dogs. This is another example of postmodernism. Like, yeah. Disney. Yeah. Well, Disney using this framework of like, God, it's hard, so There's hard a map to map too on the phone. So that helps too. Well, it's just rules. like, yeah, it, it rules. It's it, re- it really rules how they've commodified your like time and attention to like get to your ride, your amusement ride, in a certain seven minute window of time. Think about this and how valuable they know that is to you. So at like, the end you, of you were like, sorry, you you were like, this is awesome. Yeah, because they knew because they're Disney and they're a gigantic corporation. Yeah. They knew exactly what you wanted. Right. Which was, I want to know when I can ride this ride within a seven-minute window. Yeah, I would just like to not wait online for, like, 35 minutes if possible. Yeah. Some of them you're still going to do it, like, um, but, like, whatever. But, okay. It's just really helpful. It's, I, I, I don't know if it's needed, but it's definitely, no, like... No, of course it's not needed. But I wonder if it... If None of it is needed. Disney well, nothing, World is not needed. Well, I mean, I, I know, I know a couple of very strange <laughs> adults who will argue different. Who, who? Who do you mean? Just there are some strangers or some strange, strange people who like Disney, man. And oh, it, that's true. Okay, yeah. Just some strange people. Some grown ass people who are, are, yeah, who are obsessed. I thought you were about to say I know some two like young, young children who oh. would argue differently. Oh no. No, I I do I don't. Do you think? Do you think there are like? Does Ryan and do Ryan and Grace like give a shit about Disney World or yeah. Disney? Are they like really obsessed with it still? Well, yeah, because the because the Grace dog is obsessed with Disney princesses, dude. Yeah, well, as as you do, that Loves makes that makes sense. Them, yeah. So she is like like all in, dude. But as far as like the specific characters on Disney, no, they're more just like into Disney as a concept. I think. Yeah, well, because it's comforting. The boy, not as much. The boy, yeah. <laughs> but she, she, she's all What's about. What's the it. boy into now? Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon has come back in a big way, dude. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and so we play Pokemon a lot. The only Pokemon I can remember is Rockruff. I like that one a lot. You don't remember fucking Pikachu? Well, no. Well, I'm. Well, I know Pikachu, but Squirtle. like Squirtle. Squirtle, I know, Charizard. but I only. I only know those guys because they're in Super Smash Brothers. That's the only reason why I know any Pokemon because Smash right. Bros. Hold on, we and Rock Ruff. We have to get back to Pokemon. Well, no, I'm just saying it's fun no. to talk about Rock. And you go up to him and you go, "Hey, I'm Rock Ruff. I talk like this. I'm Rock Ruff." And they go, "He doesn't talk like that, Uncle Pat." And I go, "Yes, I do." <laughs> right. So, <laughs> Rock Ruff rules. We we were on. So, what is postmodernism? The answer is that it's all of the above. It's it is a. a in a way, a philosophy. It's an object of philosophical investigation. It's an object of historical investigation. It's a party in your mouth, and everyone's invited. It's a party in your mouth, and everyone's invited. That's on a, on a literary, that's true sense. too. It's an art movement, um, and in a way, it's a historical period, um, but in a con- in a contradictory way. This guy Frederick Jameson, who we'll talk about later, uh, who's sort of my man. I when I was reading when I was reading some of his stuff, I was like I was like nodding my head. I was like bumping it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like this guy. Well, but ba- was... you you also so Ben what took an, like an like an extra like two days to do more studying on the subject. Well, because like, like, this, this is, is like a pretty intense. It's an expansive uh, uh, topic. Yeah. So, so I could talk. I can about picture you. Bumping. Yeah, he's bumping. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I know Ben's gone insane. When he's like <laughs> reacting to philosophy the same way you'd react to like when a really cool beat drops. Like like after Kendrick just dropped his album. Yeah, and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> I like that dude, but his voice, he just sounds like a little kid. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, nah. I love everyone him. everyone loves that dude. I like I think him. he's he's very t- he's good. Yeah. I just to me he just sounds too much a little like a little boy. Well, man. what if it was just what if it was Kendrick Lamar but with Ghostface? Ghostface's voice I, th- I would <laughs> lose your mind yeah of course i would ben i would probably have some sort of release <laughs> some sort of cardiac yeah. event i just yeah, i just don't yeah if his voice was just a little deeper then i would then i'd be all i don't in. think he sounds all right fine the, you know sure what this does. is this ba, 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 like five oh <laughs> hello <laughs> like five oh no don't do it because then i'm not gonna be able to hear that so hold on <laughs> 
that's what so, you're into. It's fine. I'm just saying. Shut me up. Personally. We got to talk about so the difference between modernism and postmodernism. Well, who doesn't know that? We already kind of discussed it, which is like there is Kendrick a singular. Lamar. There seems to be like a singular mission uh, that all people had, even if the the vision of that mission was different for different people. They all kind of knew that there was this goal in sight, and that science and technology could take us there, right? Um, and uh, that led to wild divergence of, of expectations. Um, wow, yeah. Like uh, like using science to, like we just mentioned in our last series uh, on our Patreon about the project, the Manhattan Project. Uh, this, this it's top process, secret. We can't talk about it. Yeah, we can't talk about it. <laughs> We're getting so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about the Manhattan Project. There's only two rules about the Manhattan Project. Yeah, let's just say that Ben did some deep digging and, oof, they got some blood on their hands. Yeah. Yeah, the U.S. government, turns out. Did you know that? You know that the U.S. government actually is, like, not as awesome as you thought? No, I guess not. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. So... You win some, you lose some. um, But but this sort of singular narrative is what shapes modernity um, in kind of a wider scope. But this is what led to the invention of the nuclear bomb. This is what led to the Holocaust. This is what led to, um, you know... uh, uh, totalitarian communism, fascism, um, all these things that we conceivably think of as bad. So right? you were listing all those horrible things, and I was I had a big smile on my face because I was thinking about how funny it is to think about um, like you have like a fragrance, like a perfume or like cologne, and, just, and it's just called postmodernism by <laughs> Cholock. <laughs> That would be dope. Modernity by Cholock. <laughs> that would be dope. Yeah. Man. That would be dope. That's oh, been sent. Man. What would that be? No, I would just I would just start the whole line. I'd call them they'd all be isms. Yeah. Yeah. I bet 80s. they all yeah. they all smell like lavender though. Ben puts lavender in everything, I bet. <laughs> it's this is like What's a funny cherry. Is I'm, I'm going to a lavender festival tomorrow. <laughs> what why? I was just kidding. Are you serious? My girlfriend wants to go, yeah. Okay. Why does she want to go? Because she likes lavender. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so postmodernism. God bless you both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and have fun. Have fun at the lavender at Lavender Fest. Lavender <laughs> Fest 2020 in Blanco, Texas. Come join us. If you can make it by tomorrow. <laughs> Van Halen. And then just a bunch of people, the pioneers in the lavender field that you're <laughs> going to go. The sound system destroys the lavender. <laughs> Lav Fest. <laughs> it's people who are really into lavender and they have a festival. It's we got festival. Aerosmith. Yeah. Aerosmith. It's, it's Aerosmith almost. Aerosmith is headlining. It's similar to Charles Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. All right. We got Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy's coming. He's going to show up at the. And then <laughs> at he's going to go to the Lavender Fest in yeah, Blanco, Texas. Which is the release show for for um, post for modernity. All right. By Cholock. So p- postmodernism is a view of history that refutes and rebuffs modernity. Whoa. Get uh, out of here. Or the modernist narrative. It celebrates the fragmentation of all narratives. Uh, what? It's more comfortable with contradiction and discontinuity. Okay. So. Postmodernism or postmodernists, uh, this is a loose description, but uh, if someone identifies as a postmodernist, they usually it usually means that they're they're down for the uh, the contradictions and discontinuity that's coming or well, has why, been happening. Why, why not be? I mean, it's it's kind of dumb. Well, I mean, there's a certain style to to not being like that, and it creates certain works of art which are not without merit, obviously. But like, they're just like I just find stuff like that interesting in a historical sense. Like, it's never well, interesting. Like, let them like, oh, this rules. That's well. That, that's so. That's sort of what postmodernism or slash postmodernity is saying. So modernism, it's saying step off. So hey the, Ben, you need to step off. <laughs> That's that's the whole thing about postmodernism. So you know what you know what defines modernism? Go is mission statements. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it doesn't matter what the mission statement is, but mo- modernity is sort of defined by mission statements or manifestos and or, the notes you don't like, play. Or it's like, no, mo- no, that's postmodernism no, that's is more yeah. the notes you don't play. Yeah, the, the, the mo- modernism is the notes you're supposed to play. Yes. Um, and you're supposed to play them for a reason. But like, should you? I'm a postmodernist saxophonist. <laughs> and I love I'm a heroin. I'm a postmodernist saxophonist. Yeah. Um, and I have a crippling addiction to okay. heroin and bebop jazz. One major one major aspect of, of postmodernism is the fragmentation of subjectivity. Okay. 
which is so starting from the Renaissance uh, up until let's say, yeah, like World War Two, um, the standard idea was that like you were yourself, you are in your body. Then it's the only you're, person I can be. You're the only person you can be. Myself. But so postmodernism, a lot of aspects, a lot of like theorists in postmodernity, primarily Foucault, right? He kind of goes back and sees and, and does a lot of like research into like um like historical documents showing how a lot of people weren't you keep grinning while I'm talking. I'm just, I can't say this one on the air, but I just thought of something really <laughs> funny that I'm writing down. God damn it. So uh what what Foucault kind of does is he uses this tactic used by uh, Nietzsche called genealogy. Uh, Nietzsche kind of used the term genealogy to, to describe different like uh, moral epics or moral eras where like you had like a certain time where you thought that these things were like right and wrong. Yeah. And then, and then society like kind of like... fairy tales. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Or like there was a time when like slavery was justified. Yeah. And like, the, you know, a lot of people were just like, no, slavery is just a part of our society and we, we accept it. We justify yeah. it this way. We, we sweep it under the rug this way. Yeah. Um, until it becomes sort of unbearable for that society and then we have to like condemn it. Until it right? turns into a, a whole thing. And it turns... Yeah, it turns... In other words, it turns into a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so Foucault kind of uses that, uh, you know. I'm Foucault, and I say hell no. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. Hell no. He actually he z he z snaps because he was very gay. Yeah. Um, oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think was, I knew. Oh, that. by the way, Pride Week. But yeah, Foucault was. Oh gay yeah. As fuck, dude. It's, a, it's Pride Week. He died of you know. Oh, the yeah. sickness. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And he um he loved San Francisco in the early eighties. I'll yeah? just say that. Yeah. I'll just Who say wouldn't? that. <laughs> not gay people. Oh. Like, not as gay people. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Um, it's time travel. <laughs> time travel's a bitch, man. The gayest moments in history. For Pride Week, <laughs> for Pride Week, if, if, we get, if we get five more Patreon followers, we Ben and I will we'll, travel in time and record podcasts at the, the five gay, gayest, the gayest moments, moments in history. In history. <laughs> What would the five gayest moments? You know what? Let's one not of them has to be. There has to be, most of them are probably going to be in the past century. Ancient Rome. One of them. No, one of them in like ancient Greece. Yeah, probably when like um, probably when like uh, uh, Sappho, like moves to the colony of Lesbos. That yeah, that really, was gay as fuck. Was gay as fuck. Yeah. What else was? She was gay as hell. She was. Yeah. Um, Lesbos. Okay, you know, <laughs> Benny Boy. Do you know what the. F- Fuck, I found out. What? I don't even know. Did I tell you about this? Did I tell no. you about... Are you bad at Because this is going to be one of the what other gay moments, the, the, the other gayest moment in history. Not the best moments in gay history, the gayest moments. Okay, you understand fine, what okay, I'm yes, to, fine. Okay, fine. Yeah. Is Kevin Conroy, you know who the fuck that guy is? No. He voices Batman on the animated series. Okay. Guess what the fuck that guy loves Dick? Being gay, dude. I had no idea that guy was gay. Okay. The voice of Batman's gay. That is one of the gayest <laughs> moments in history. <laughs> what? The, no, that's not the gayest moment in history. Well, I guess that's one of the best gay moments in history. I guess. I guess that's not the gayest. You realize me realizing. That. Yeah. One okay. of the. Okay, so one that's of the, the gayest best moment in history. Mo- no, but the best reali- moment in gay history, because yeah, it's, the, it's me realizing uh, that Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, is gay in the animated series, which is like the best Batman property ever, dude. And that guy is gay, and that's so. So fuck you. So good for gays. Yeah, good for gays. Fuck you. You you um uh. You homophobic. Homophobes. I forgot the word. Yeah, anti anti Batman pieces of shit. You anti Batman homophobes. Love is love, and Batman rules. So <laughs> fuck you. Kevin Conroy's gay. So fuck you. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm sure there are actually a lot of like like super fans of the series. Because we call it the series. Oh yeah, we also it's it's such a revered show in in my eyes that and me and my friend Donnie Herman in our eyes that we just call it the series, not the animated series. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Batman, so dude, Kevin Conroy. He was the first one to do a a switch in uh, voice for Batman and Bruce Wayne. Because uh-huh. back then, when you played Batman, like Michael Keaton's voice was like 
I'm Batman. And then like in real life, he's like, what's up? I'm Bruce Wayne. It's like, we didn't even try. (laughs) So like he would like have a distinct Batman voice and a distinct Bruce Wayne voice. But what's great about it is that his Batman voice, it wasn't like this. Uh A little more nuanced. Yeah. Okay. It was more, it was just more like, yeah, like I'm going to talk like this instead of. (laughs) All right. So. So that guy is gay as fuck. And right. so that is another great moment in gay history, so, me realizing. <laughs> so that produces a paradigm shift in, in your episteme or your episteme. Okay. And a dramatic shift in gay history, frankly. Uh, yes. And what you thought. Gay I history made gay history. Of. Yeah. So this is what Foucault is talking about. Okay. Famous gay Foucault. Um, he, he uses Nietzsche's um, methodology of genealogy of morals. Right. He wrote a book called that the genealogy of morals that this is what we were just talking about before the batman thing um of how how moral landscapes change over time over history right like you know one time one one like historical epic you can think that uh slavery is okay and then all of a sudden it's it's a thing it's a whole thing yeah Right. Oh, right. And so, then Batman is gay as fuck. And Batman is gay as fuck. So these represent changes historically in our moral landscapes, which goes to show that uh, morals, for example, or morality aren't absolute. They change historically. They change with time. They change yeah, with well, like, yeah, new yeah, attitudes, yeah. etc. Um, so Foucault, he used that tactic and applied it to instead of morals, he applied it to knowledge. What we think we know, right? And but he you starts, have no idea. He's like, yeah. So, <laughs> true would, life, Foucault. What, what we think we know, yeah. Um, you think you know, but you have no idea. True uh, life, Ben Chillock. <laughs> but Ben going to work. So, but he's but <laughs> essentially what he talks about is how there is no singular scientific revolution that's like, oh, we know what knowledge is, and we're going to pursue it in this very systematic way. Uh, Foucault actually says, no, that's not historically how it happened. Uh, the way we gained whatever we call now scientific knowledge happened uh, piecemeal and uh, patch patchwork-like and was not like under the purview of any sort of meta-narrative. Uh, we figured these things out, and then we changed our minds about what we thought we knew. We were like, oh, well, actually, psychology is a legitimate science. Oh, actually, it turns out phrenology is bullshit. You know, when we thought that we knew for a fact that if you measured someone's skull or like felt bumps on their like occipital lobe, that means that they're, you know, lazy or a criminal. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like that was taken as scientific fact for a period of like 30 years. And then all of a sudden, the entire scientific community just like changed their mind. And they're like, never never mind. Never mind. And let's just forget we talked about this. So Foucault is saying, hey, man, I was really drunk last night when I was talking (laughs) to you about phrenology. Sort of like that. Yeah. (laughs) So So let's just not even. If if that was an established fact for this many years and all of a sudden it's not a fact anymore, what does that say about, you know, how we pursue knowledge and the system that the system that we use to acquire knowledge? That's pretty interesting, actually. Okay. Yeah. So he says that it's all it's all sort of scientifically determined, and it's also based off of a, an interworking network of power systems. And this what? is nuts. Yeah, this kind of goes to show how um, there is no meta narrative of power, right? Of like, there's like an oppressor and an oppressed. There's this like weird, like um, sort of distributed network of power relationships. That would you, you call know, it like a matrix? Sort of a matrix, yeah, and we'll get into that too. Fuck yeah! <laughs> hey, I gotta go get. Uh, I gotta go grab my drink of water. I'll be right back. Okay. So Ben, just, so I'm just what, gonna tell, tell everyone a tale. So the next bit to talk about is the destruction of all narratives, which yeah. we come we come by from a guy uh, also French named uh, Lyotard, uh, and every period of recorded history is grounded in some explanatory justificatory or overarching meta narrative that's sort of how he uh describes previous historical um periods being interpreted by the by you know contemporary uh people but uh this can be anything from like you know religion family uh the state uh science itself capitalism uh communism also fascism or like any sort of like race theory um, postmodernism 
essentially, believe it or not, Pat, rejects or at least undermines the conceptual foundations of these meta narratives. Pat Dean here. I'm back, but I still couldn't find the water. So I just wanted to come back to say, I'll be back in a sec. Sorry. So, do you want some of my water? No. <laughs> okay. So, um, this is funny because it's, it's just you and me, listeners. <laughs> Uninterrupted, I can actually talk about philosophy. Um, the fifth chapter we're dealing with, this is a Tarantino movie, by the way, um, is the concept of late capitalism. This is my favorite part of the postmodern uh, uh, episode, I guess, but also the postmodern, postmodern theory, my favorite part of it, or the, my favorite like component of it uh, is the idea of late capitalism, which uh, was started by a guy named like M- Mendelian, I think. Um, and oh, Pat found it. Pat, you want to say a word? <laughs> he raised it above me. Yeah. To, to show, to, so the light could shine through. Yeah, light. Sh- yeah, shine. I said shone. Well, shown, Yeah, it's past tense. Let me tell you something about water, Ben. When that hydrogen. And that water. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> that hydrogen. When it hits your lips. Because I, so it's, it like, it's hydrogen and oxygen. And it's so. It's hydrogen. Do, no, wait, hold on. H2O. No, it's, yeah. Hydrogen and then two. It's, it's oxygen o- hydroxide. And then, t- and then two, two oxygens. I don't even know what it is. No, I don't know what the word is. There's like a chemical name for water. Who cares? It tastes great. <laughs> Who cares what it's called? All right, whatever. Anyway, so late cop capitalism. That's kind of bad that we neither one of us can answer that. Is it bad? I don't know. Nah. Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. So, so you're embracing, we're not scientists. <laughs> you're embracing the anti-intellectual movement. It's so it's H two O. So it's got to be oxygen dihydroxide. Man, people must be know. screaming. They're at their screaming at speakers. us. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna type. This I'm gonna is Google. why we call it the bad one. It's what so funny you just left. Is <laughs> you just left? Well, I was. My throat got really dry. Oh no! My th- yeah, I was like, oh no, not my throaty. It's all right. I know. I, I, I let. I'll let that fly because I've done that so many times. I'm diabetic. I have to drink a I lot know, of water. I know. I've left in the middle of an episode because I had to pee. But um, I mean, Ben, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> Look, I so one of the it. main one of the main components, I earned my diabetes, dude. Yeah, you did. Uh, one of the main components of postmodernism is is the idea of late capitalism. Oh, I was um, right. Oxygen and hydrogen. No, I know it's hyd- oxygen and hydrogen. One oxygen, two hydrogen. Yes. Connected by covalent bonds. We said all that. So we knew what we were talking about. Yes, we did. I was just trying to find out what the actual like name for it was. But we knew what it was. We didn't believe in ourselves. And that, that there guess, has to be a... Well, we know what it's called. It's called water. Okay, so that's good because I was fucking confused because I was like, "Why don't we know that?" I feel like we should know no, that. In English, it's called water. In in chem- in chemicalese, H two O, baby. Right. It's it's H two O, but there's also a way to say that. That's like it's something like it's something like oxygen dihydroxide or something like that. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Chemists. Well, I'm oh, I'm a chemist. You know the thing about chemists. It's funny you always ask that question, and I'm like, I know specifically who cares about that. Well, all right. <laughs> well, hey, chemists, why don't you fucking work harder? And well, actually, no, my medication has been working very well for a number of years now. Well, no, actually, they keep up the good work. work. They should still work harder. Keep up the good work. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing okay. So okay, so listen, l- late capitalism. We have to we have to talk about late. How capitalism. the hell did we get to that? How does everything come back to capitalism with you? Ben Flores. <laughs> well, because it is the system that we're living under right now, and it's fucking... Bullshit. Killing us. I fucking hate it. I mean, do you not? Yeah, I mean, I'm not like... No, I'm not a very big it's fan. It's not great. Like, it's it's actually, like, awful. It's, it's, just, all, it's, it's actually just, a living hell. Yeah. Capitalism is a living hell. Yeah. That, that, that has convinced us that it's heaven. Well, look what it got us, this podcast... Yeah. That's kind of cool. Great. This is a great podcast. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dripping, dripping with sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. No, I am, I am having fun. But We're having a great time. <laughs> but late, late capitalism. So it's an, an economically historical period of capitalism, largely thought to start after World War II, Pat. Huh? Look at me go. Look at you go. 
Um, it's a weird, weird <laughs> resurgence of capitalist production thought to be doomed or almost extinct uh, in like after World War One. Like so that weird window between World War One and World War Two. There was like it looked like it was a failure of capitalism. It looks like capitalism was about to fall apart. Number one, the first communist state was founded right after, or, or actually during yeah. World War One. Austin, Texas. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> fucking Russia. the People's Republic of Boston. The Russian the Russian Revolution happened in 1917, um, and uh, then later on in like the late tens. 20s and into the 30s you see a huge first of all a consolidation of totalitarian uh, uh political philosophies um in both communism and fascism right and this sort of re reduction re rejection or repudiation Old peanut butter mouth of the fuck you of the <laughs> of the capitalist <laughs> of the 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 up to then understood capitalist system of production right it, it was sort of seen as a failure um and then too bad so sad too bad so sad but then capitalism hey if you ain't get the money made a broke comeback. ass home it made a comeback okay yeah um, that's good to hear and people love a comeback story yeah but i don't know so it's sort of <laughs> made a comeback by sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah it really did fucking unbelievable this is like <laughs> MJ winning like three uh, three more championships. Yeah, all. right. <laughs> like, like, and, he had, and he had COVID. Like not just the flu, but COVID. Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, he had it before anyone else did. <laughs> That's yeah. how popular he was back in the day. He had COVID while he won those fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and you can't wake up early to take the garbage out, Ben. Michael Jordan had COVID when he won. Three championships. So despite in a row. all odds, capitalism came back with a vengeance. And after World War II, it focused on the commodification of mostly everyday life. This is when, like, so after, after, so basically, World War II was capitalism's defeat of communism and fascism, in a way, or at least the the manifestations of those two um, uh, political philosophies, in a way, and capitalism like beat them. The capitalist side were basically the allies, the U.S., the U.K., and um, uh, basically the heirs of imperialism. Uh, they were like the the new sons, the new sons of capitalism. Whoa! <laughs> okay. What and a they, way to put it. Yeah. Do you know about the sons of midnight? Are you saying sons like S O N? Well, it's sort or? of like a yeah. No, it's S O N. Yeah, but it's a play it's on sort words. of like our. <laughs> Like our uh, our pun, the nudist dude. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Are we gonna talk about the nudist dude? Do you want to talk about it? We don't have to. <laughs> it's up to you, man. So we came up with this character. Uh, his name is Brad Kowalski, I believe. Yeah, Brad and Kowalski. He's a superhero. The problem that he has is that he has. So he has, as Ben described it earlier, sort of generic comic book powers. He can fly. He has super strength. Um, shoot lasers out of the eyes, shit like that. Yeah, uh, but he only has these superpowers when he is nude. Yeah, he has to reason. be. He has to be completely completely naked. nude, and yeah. he never has a super. He never says who he is, uh, but everyone knows who he is he's because he's because they can see his face because he has to be. He, he can't have a thread of clothing on. Yeah, yeah, and so he's dubbed by the media as the nudist dude, <laughs> and we were laughing about this earlier because one, we're fucking stupid as fuck, and two. Because it works on several levels. Because yeah. he's the nudist in the sense that he is like the most nude yeah, so person. He's the nudist, if I saw somebody the flying dude. and shooting laser beams, I'd be like, and he's naked. Uh -huh. I'd be like, that is the most naked person I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, like that's gonna be seared in my brain forever. <laughs> this guy's junk and the lasers coming out of his fucking eyes. Uh, and then the other reason we, it, it's funny is because it's the nudist dude. He's a dude who's a nudist. It works yeah. you know, both ways. So that is that was that, that's some of the fun stuff that me and Ben do off the air. Yeah, we thought we'd bring it in. The we bring it dude. into the hearth for you guys. Yes. Welcome to the hearth. Welcome to the hearth. <laughs> Irish spirituality. It is the worst. It is the lamest one. All right. So what's so light the hearth in your uh in your fire. Speaking That's which, symbolic. Late, Fuck late off. capitalism is is the stage at which you start to see this blurring of of um uh this blurring of lines between what we would call art and commerce and art and entertainment. Okay? Because it all starts becoming part of this 
uh, sort of homogenous patchwork of uh, something that capitalism can, can dig its claws into and commodify. So now, entertainment, art, uh, things that occupy your time on your free time. Morbius. Morbius, yes. Okay. So when you're not working as a laborer, when I'm not morbing. When you're not <laughs> morbing. <laughs> At my morb chamber. What do you do on your spare time? I mean, do you do creative stuff? Are you asking like, me? I know you do. I know you do. Yeah. Yeah, I do but stuff what all else time. do you do when I, you're just trying to chill out? Um, I usually make, I try, I, I make something, I write something, or I just do something. Or um, I try to punch up something. I, I try to work on stuff, on creative things. Uh, okay. However, if I'm not doing that, I'm just probably spanking it. <laughs> So you're spanking it, spanking it, or- <laughs> working on something, reading, reading a lot, watching TV, watching chilling, TV, hanging, watching TV, fucking broing down. So <laughs> eating up. I wake up. I, whether, I it's, a whether it's sports, bagel. movies, TV shows, a lot. Of, like, Why did you ask me all that? I just listed like 35 different things that I just do in my off time. Why did you ask me that? Well, because you're you're actually kind of an outlier with that because you do do creative things, but yeah. you think about. Most of the millions upon billions of people. I mean, remember that modernity who, by Cholock thing? That was pretty creative. I'm, I'll make that. I'll try. <laughs> so wait, hold on. Don't interrupt me. So I'm sorry. But, but the thing is, is that we, you still also engage in just like sitting and watching TV and yeah, just vegging media. out. Yeah, vegging out. So and sometimes it's it's media that I I, I don't particularly find compelling or have a, a sort so of emotional response to you enjoy you just consume media that you are sort of like eh, i don't i about. don't well so that the <laughs> eh, i don't i don't watch anything that's eh. what i do is sometimes i'll just watch something and i'll be like oh this is just this has like no value but i think it's funny okay so you know who that who that doesn't matter to at all uh the gods no capitalism oh and 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 the motivation behind it, and the 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 fact that these streaming services are stealing your, which I know is hypocritical because we're asking for money through our Patreon to listen for to what? us. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're artists. But, yeah, we're artists. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's like now art is commodified. Yeah. It's like the last frontier for capitalism. Capitalism started commodifying actual like commodities, like things that you can trade, physical things. You know, like, you know, I need like a piece of wood. I need some lumber or I need or I need spices. I need a hand job. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's like we're trading. (laughs) We're giving up money so someone can shove some flashy lights in our face to keep us entertained for an hour. Yeah, but I that's but that's kind of a reductive way to look at it. What do you mean? As it's a thing. It's just yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's it's what you said is literal. In the sense that watching TV is essentially <clears throat> us sitting in front of a box of flashing lights. That's literally what we're doing. But we're we're also engaging with something on an emotional level. It's sure. It's not just like sitting there like drooling like you do when you watch TV. <laughs> I mean the drool monster. I would argue that like we all kind of just sit there and drool. How do you say the drool dog in Spanish? I actually don't know how to say drool in that's, Spanish. Yeah, it's a tough one. I bet uh, yeah. I'll look it up. That's a that's. Don't, look don't worry, up. Ben. I'm on the case. But th- th- that's the thing that postmodernism at least is trying to get you to think about. It's basically like, and that's also sort of what like late Marxism is also trying to get you to think about is how uh, these this sort of passive entertainment has been commodified. Uh, it's basically commodifying your time. It's basically saying, oh, you have like a few hours. Do you want to watch this show? And then give us like nine bucks a month or 14 bucks a month or 16 bucks bucks a month. And so it starts. So capitalism starts infiltrating every aspect of your life outside of even when you're a, a you know, laborer, a cog in its production system. So you're trapped not only as a producer for this system, but also a consumer for this system. So it's uh, in Spanish drool. Is B A B E A R. How do you how would you say that? B E B B A B E A R. Oh, bebear. Bebear. That's yeah. how you say drool. How do you say drooler? I wonder if there's a word for that. Babeador. That's kind of funny. Babeador, yeah. Babeador. Babeador that means drooler. Wait, is it B A B A B E A D O R in Spanish is drooler. Babeador. Babeador. 
Babador. Hey, Babador. Hey, Babador. Hey, Drooler. Hey, Drooler. Babador. It's like Babador. Man. That's how you'd say it. Let's, let's, that's going to catch on, dude. We're going to, we're going to call the ladies Babadors and they're going to love it. <laughs> and then someone will finally be like, you don't even know. It's from I Learned Nothing, the hit podcast. All right. So speaking of the hit podcast, um, that's that's pretty much it. That's that's postmodernism. Yeah, you, it's a, it's there's a, a lot it's a, more to discuss. You said there's, there was like a lot of it. Well, no, ben, actually, ben has actually, like crazy actually, notes. No, I covered it actually. Oh, you did? I, yeah, I got to the end. Ben has this is like the most organized <laughs> I've ever seen you. This is like the this is like have, the postmodern move. Yeah, this is the postmodern move. Ben's gone fully postmodern. There's one. There's one last thing that I didn't mention yet. What, what? comes after postmodernism? Uh, the present. No. The ch- uh, the Cholock time fully automated luxury communism. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That I'm looking forward it's to. Basically, it. this idea. It's the idea. It's basically Star Trek trying to make Star Trek true. Uh, 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 um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a um, an exchange free, uh, scarcity free uh, society where everyone's needs are taken care of and people can flourish, and you know, no one has to be exploited. Speaking of flourishing, folks, please, 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 we're begging you, join the Catholic Church. This is a Catholic-based <laughs> podcast. We are... I like you said Catholic-based. Well, we're, we're based in Catholic just, theology. Just say a Catholic podcast. Oh, dude. So so the I have this really strange thing where... So I found an old phone, okay? Okay. And it has no SD card in it or anything like that. So it's like, uh, I, like it, it can only work with like Wi-Fi, right? Okay. So... I haven't turned the Wi-Fi on because it's from like right before the like a little bit before the pandemic. So it's like life right before the pandemic frozen on this phone. It's like a metaphor in my kitchen. It's fucking weird. But I was going. <laughs> so are you like afraid to look at it? No, it's not like that. It's just like this kind of an interesting thing more than anything else. But I, f- I was looking through it and I found like some photos and I found a snapshot of. Do you remember for like like years ago? On Facebook, I just thought it would be funny to join this Facebook group of Catholic converts. Yeah, I remember that. And it yeah. was, and like, I just thought it'd be funny, but like, it's not funny at all. It was just like really sad, and people like. It's mostly about like people who like regret their abortions, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just mainly women. Yeah, t- we're talking about how they regret their abortions and stuff, and it's just like it's like oh my god, and so like I I had to, I had to leave. It. I was like, I'm I totally sorry, forgot I'm here on a bit, but I just thought it would be funny. Like I thought I don't even know what I thought it was gonna be. I don't know what the joke is, but like I just thought like oh I bet this will be like a funny thing or whatever. And so I found some screenshots that, that I took just to show you how like depressing it was. It's a horrible mistake. It was a horrible choice <laughs> to make. But folks, I remember that. Yeah. You can stop the, your horrible choice of not being Catholic by joining the Catholic faith today, folks. Right now, Ben and I are offering full conversion to the Catholic faith, fifty percent off all indulgences, all of them. To if you subscribe to our pod to our Patreon, you will get. An, yeah. One indulgence. Patreon.com backslash I learn nothing. Check us out. I, I, I can't get into it. I can't tell you how we got these indulgences or how I, but but I will tell you this. They, they were, fell off a truck. Ben. A they, celestial truck. Let's just say, Ben, <laughs> like, I don't want to get into it, but they're, they're, they're legit. Yeah. The, like, this is a real deal. Yeah. Like, I, I, I cannot get into it, but the, I can't tell you what I did to get, to get these indulgences. I really can't. Uh, just for so many different reasons. Just but know that like be, people, people will help would kill you out. for these. People would kill for these. Do you want to go to heaven? Yeah. Yes. Then join no. our Patreon. Yeah. And what what we do is we'll hold on to it. When you, you when you're dying, <laughs> you tell us. Ben and I fly if, on a plane. We actually board pledge, a plane. If you pledge one hundred dollars a month, Ben and I will absolve you of your death yeah, you'll be, of your you'll, sin. You'll be you'll. Well, well, that membership will come with an indulgence. Ben and I are are what used to be called sin eaters. Sin eaters are <laughs> these uh, strange figures in 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 old uh, like British folklore. Uh-huh. You, you know about these guys? Yeah, you told me. Yeah, They're the Welsh. I thought. They're Welsh. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Well, that's British, ain't it? I guess it is British. Yeah, yeah fuck you, Welsh heads, Welshers, Welshmen. <laughs> Whatever you call yourself. Just don't call them English. Just don't call them late for dinner. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, Ben and I will perform the ancient uh, Sin Eater rite. Uh, we'll do it for you. We will put all your sins into a, a, a morsel of bread, uh, a piece of bread that your family then passes to us ominously over your dead body. Yeah. Ben and I then consume it 
and then we, we which means we take on the sins of your family members. Yes, which means that you're you go to heaven, and it's a little odd because you do it after the person dies. So I, I don't quite get wh- why that is, but whatever. You hey, gotta ben, do it fast though. Who can? You gotta do it as fast. I as guess possible. so. I, I, the, there doesn't seem to be. Actually, the soul flies to hell or heaven. Um, at approximately 35 miles an hour. Yeah. So you got to... Hey, is Dale awake? <laughs> no? Well, he just... Okay, well, tell him there's no time for coffee because my fucking aunt is dying, <laughs> baby. You got to eat them sins. Yeah, sin eaters. It's, it's, it's a very creepy concept. Uh-huh. Very, very creepy because... God, folklore is wild. Why would you, why would you take that job? Everyone hates you, by the way. Like, that's another weird thing about being a sin eater is that you're shunned by the village. No one likes you. Yeah, you're ostracized. You're this weird sin guy. You you took on everyone's sins. Like that's not good. <laughs> you're anathema. You're a pariah. Yeah, and so so, so, so Pat and I are pariahs. <laughs> we, we are pariahs. But uh, but what I don't understand is why you would take that job for just a little bit. It doesn't seem like it's a lot of well, food. Well, it seems like the people who would take that job are probably pretty desperate. And but not... it's such a small amount of food, and everyone hates you. Uh, there are a Answer lot of me, very, ben. very desperate poor people. I don't know what you wanted me to tell you. I want the truth. Do you want me God to explain it? to you the foundations of Welsh mythology right now? Because I don't know. I would appreciate it. I don't know. I Pat. think I owed it. I've known you for you know twenty five years almost. I think you owe me an explanation about Welsh mythology, folks. Thanks for listening. Thank I, you. Join I the hope, Catholic Church. Join the Catholic Church. If you need a sin eater, talk to me. I really or hope you learned something here. That we talked about postmodernism, the fragmentation. They learned of our hyper reality. Yeah, they learned a lot. They learned yeah. about Morbin time if they weren't already aware. Oh, one interesting thing is how um, I never thought about this, but capitalism doesn't have an end goal. It's just it just tries to keep going. It's a monster. Well, isn't that uh, any system? No, communism has an end goal. Even fascism has an end goal. What? Yeah. What is communism's end goal? A classless society. A classless society where no one is, you know, where there is no such thing as like disparities in wealth and. Uh, Who wants that? It's utopian. I don't know. A lot of people. Okay. Well, no, no, I, I didn't. Re- I guess no, that makes sense. But I guess I never realized that there was like it's like Ragnarok. It's the end times for communism. But then the cycle starts again, except we're now well, in no, utopia. No, this, this, oh, we got to talk. Is about, Thor involved? We got to do an episode about. We did an episode on Marx. We got to talk about Marxism. Well, yeah. Well, I don't understand what you just one. said. That's like. Well, I mean, I understand it, but I never. That never occurred to me to think about. There's an end. There's an end state in Marxism slash communism. That's fucking. I guess. Where I mean, that makes sense. But to, never. Where history is supposed to stop. Or not stop, but just coast. Hammer time. Hammer time. It's, it's called, basically it's hammer called, time. It's basically hammer time. The end goal of communism is hammer time. <laughs> but that's the thing. Is the, the, so the, the point is there is an end goal. There is a state that we're supposed and to achieve. And that's savings. It's like nirvana, but, you know, socially and economically. Yeah. Do they have those like how are we Capitalism, doing cards? There is no for... end goal. It's just supposed to be misery for the rest of the for the rest of time. Okay. Well, get to it. <laughs> Let's get miserable. Miserable. I think we're <laughs> We're gonna get miserable. Miserable. Folks, this has been Adler Nothing episode one hundred. Yeah, we were almost done with that episode, and then we just kind of went off on. Yeah, God well, we're, knows done. What. we're done. done. We're, yeah, we're done. We're done with, with this. We're done with postmodernism. We're done with postmodernism. I've taught, I have taught Pat. Postmodernism. Everything there is to know. Did you learn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take that. Yeah. Uh, folks, we do appreciate you listening. Uh, as always, uh, keep on thinking hard. The truth sucks. Evolution rocks. <laughs> Most importantly, if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. And here is Jammin' by Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Why not? That for some reason feels appropriate. I don't know why. That, I, but woke, that's I woke up this morning with that, that song. stuck in my ear. Yeah, I was humming it and I had to listen to it. You Sometimes you wake up I had and to listen to it. I was like, I have to listen to this song. Will you bring me back something lavender from Lab Fest? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Fuck I yeah. will. And Jam if, it. And if you join our Patreon, we're gonna, we'll, I'll give you a piece of the lavender, but you have to come to my apartment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you have to hang out with me. <laughs> and you have to fly yourself out. And you have to fly yourself out, yeah.
Time by my side 